Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Bob Mendelson, and this is the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Today we speak about joy. Yes, a deep feeling of happy satisfaction, how to get it and how to keep it. Thanks for joining me for this Bob's Your Uncle podcast, season three, episode 12. Of note, the opinions are strictly my own. I hope you enjoy Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto in E minor. It's one of my favorites. You can now find us and comment to us wherever you get your podcasts. Tell us what matters to you. What triggers your joy? What bothers you in the world? Let us know. We'll see where the spirit leads us. Whether you're at home, online, on the road with me in your headset at the gym or out for your evening constitutional, wherever you get your podcast, that's where we will be. Thanks for being with us these 18 minutes. date in history, 28 February, in 1983, over 100 million people watched as the helicopter flew away, up, up and away into the air, leaving us wanting more. But consigned to the reality that MASH, the hit television series, ended this day in 1983. And on this date in history, in 1906, American gangster Bugsy Siegel was born in Brooklyn, New York. Nothing like a Jewish gangster in the 1920s, you know. He was born Benjamin Siegel, the American gangster who played an instrumental role in the initial development of Las Vegas gambling. He began his career extorting money from Jewish pushcart peddlers on New York's Lower East Side. Then he teamed up with Meyer Lansky around 1918 took to car theft and later bootlegging and gambling rackets in New York and Pennsylvania. He was taken out when he was 41 years old, killed in a raid in his home in Beverly Hills in Los Angeles. And that's the historical marker of the week. Lately, we've been speaking about rainbows and prayer, about thievery and legacy. I'm enjoying sharing with you some of my own thoughts while we're ready for a series of guests joining us on the podcast. Today, I share with you on the topic of joy, what it is, how to get it, how to keep it, how not to pretend you have it. Are you ready? When I say the word joy, 
What comes to mind? For those in Kansas City, it has to be the victory of the Kansas City Chiefs over the equally good Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl that took place a couple of weeks ago. Super Bowl 57 lived up to its hype, and what made it especially fun for me is that my wife and I wore red and white. We sat glued to the television coverage, and I think we helped get our boys over the line for another victory. Joy, uh, celebration, laughter, high fives, you get it. Sports often affords us the opportunity to celebrate. I remember the Sydney Swans, my chosen Aussie Rules football side, came within one game of winning the same coveted glory as the KC Chiefs did in the Super Bowl in last year's grand final in Melbourne. The team, which by the way also wears red and white, came up short and finished second in the end. Okay, one team came in first, one team came in second, not bad. Joy, I didn't really feel the same last October as after the Chiefs victory. Same with the University of Kansas NCAA men's basketball team. Our boys got through and came out as national champions last year. I don't have a t-shirt yet, but uh, I should organize that. Pretty great feeling. Of course, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't make it happen, although I can say I wore the right clothing and cheered the loudest from the furthest, yeah, but I didn't make it happen. Let's talk about joy and simcha, happiness and nachas. Let me share some Yiddish words that help me to fill in the meanings of some words. Let's start with kvel, to gush or swell with immense pride and pleasure, most commonly over the achievement of a child or another family member that gives me joy just thinking aloud about that. Or the word simcha, meaning a happiness, a happy occasion, that which gives pleasure. Remember the story told by Leo Rostin in the book, The Joys of Yiddish? It said that Hitler, disturbed by nightmares, called in a soothsayer. The seer consulted a crystal, crystal ball and said, ach, mighty Fuhrer, it is foretold that you will die on a Jewish holiday. Which one, said Hitler with a scowl. The seer replied, any day that you die will be a Jewish holiday. Here's another word, much like kvel, it's called nachas. It also means pleasure. It's a Yiddish term that means joy and pride, and it's often used in the context of vicarious pride taken from someone else's accomplishments. One rabbi likes to joke that Mondays and Thursdays, on which the long prayer called Tachanun is not said, because they coincide with happy days or happy occasions, is the epitome of Yiddish anachis. The same goes for when one has eaten an entire meal to satisfaction, but because he didn't start by eating bread, he's only required to say the short bore nefoshis as the concluding blessing. Ah, the joys of not having to say longer prayers. <laughs> Funny, eh? Okay, have I given you too many words, too much information about joy in Yiddish and in the Jewish context? If so, I apologize. You see, I think joy really matters, whether it's due to your sports team, your grandchildren, or because you can get away with shorter prayers to the Almighty. 
Is that what I want to talk with you about today? Or is joy something more than that? In the book penned by Jewish man Douglas Abrams, but really it was a recording of the conversations of the Dalai Lama and the Archbishop Desmond Tutu of South Africa, Abrams records that the Dalai Lama said, joy is the reward really of seeking to give joy to others. When you show compassion, when you show caring, when you show love to others, do things for others, in a wonderful way, you have a deep joy that you can get in no other way. In that same book, The Book of Joy, Desmond Tutu said this, quote, discovering more joy does not save us from the inevitability of hardship and heartbreak. In fact, we may cry more easily, but we will laugh more easily too. Perhaps we are just more alive. Yet as we discover more joy, we can face suffering in a way that ennobles rather than embitters. We have hardship without becoming hard. We have heartbreaks without being broken, end quote. So what is joy in your definition? I remember Stuart Briscoe, a British minister living in Wisconsin in the United States, said something like this in a sermon given at Jesus 73, a three-day festival similar to Woodstock, which happened four years previous, but it was for the Jesus generation. Maybe you've seen that movie in the United States. It'll be here in Australia in two months, starring Kelsey Grammer and featuring the ministry of Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa, California, uh, pastored by Chuck Smith. Well, Briscoe was talking about the difference between joy and happiness. And he said, quote, happiness happens when happenings happen to happen the way you want them to happen, <laughs> end quote. Contrast that with joy, which Briscoe would talk about as a God-given alternative. It is not governed by happenings. He even cited a verse from the Jewish prophet Nehemiah saying, the joy of the Lord is your strength, and chronicled a case history of the Older Testament story of how God dealt with the Jewish people who were often unhappy. <laughs> joy is finding satisfaction in your daily life, not based on random actions of others or of a horse running in a race, but rather of taking life on life's terms and sharing your life with others, with those who cannot repay you, with the real and the nearby, the far away, and even the phony. Share God's love with others, and you'll find joy unspeakable and full of beauty. Over 100 times in the Older Testament, the word simcha is used, probably first in what became almost anthem-like by the prophet Jeremiah around 600 BCE or so, when he predicted for the Jewish people, kol sason v'kol simcha, kol chatan v'kol kala, the voice of, the, of gladness and the voice of joy, the voice of the bride and the voice of the bridegroom. That's even still sung at Jewish weddings to this day. And over in the Newer Testament, from 100 references to joy, the first time it is mentioned in the whole of the Newer Testament, it's coupled with the birth of the Messiah, Yeshua. Well, that makes sense. 
It says in the Gospel of Matthew, when the Magi saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. There was something these these uh, Gentile magicians, Gentile kings, Gentile seers, we don't really know much about them. We know from story, we know a bunch of their names, if those names are even accurate. We know they brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That's pretty lavish to bring to a baby born in a stable outside Jerusalem. And they had traveled hundreds of miles and even more kilometers to get from their tribal villages over in maybe Persia all the way over to Jerusalem, to Bethlehem. Well, they rocked up in Jerusalem and said, where is he? The one who's born, king of the Jews. I mean, where else would you go to find a king? You'd go to the capital city, Jerusalem. And they said, no, you got to check out back. And they pointed him to Bethlehem because that's where the prophet Micah had said that the Messiah would be born. So they went there and they found him under the star, whatever that might mean. I mean, in the movies, there's always this angelic choir singing and the the star, which is four-pointed usually, lands right on top of a little manger scene. (laughs) However they saw it, I'm not sure, but they saw it. And they, according to this scripture, rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. They didn't just say, oh, that's pretty good. They shouted, they high-fived, they celebrated way better than the people on Oxford Street last weekend in a, a gay parade. They were, they were shouting hallelujah to the God of the universe, not to one another in celebrating their own uh, historical foibles. They were celebrating who God is and that God had led them well. Wow, that would have been an awesome moment. One-ninth of the fruit of the Spirit is joy, along with love and self-control and peace. It's what God wants to grow in each of us, in me and in you. Do you believe this? We're talking about joy, what it is and what it isn't. And how you get it? You get it by serving others. You get it by following the living God. Don't, Don't go for the counterfeit. Don't go for the, we're going to wear rainbows and, and uh, you know, dance loudly and get drunk. And we're not going to do it next week on Purim. Next Monday night is the Jewish holiday of Purim, where the rabbis teach that we're supposed to get drunk. So we can't tell the difference between the blessing of the name of Mordechai and the cursing we should give to Amalek's great, 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 great descendant, Haman, who... Well, I I don't think that kind of festivity is what the Almighty has in store for us. Real joy is in knowing God, loving people, loving one another. That's reality. That's where joy comes from. Every week we read from the number one bestseller of all time. And again, today we've already read from it a little, from Rabbi Saul's letter to the believers in Galatia. We read this. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, 
and goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, and against such things there is no law. What do you think about all this? Write me on bobmendo at aol.com or comment or even video to me on Instagram or Twitter at bobsyourunclepc. I'd love to know what you think about all this. Don't forget to post a review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcasts. And also, don't forget to follow your uh, this podcast on your app. Thanks. Next Tuesday will be our next episode, and I am hoping to have a couple people in the queue to interview over the next couple weeks. So uh, rather than announce them and then disappoint you, uh, let me get to them, get their agreement, and then you'll have really some great guests as we look forward to the month of March. Thanks. And I'll be in Melbourne next week. Until then, from me... Bob Mendelssohn, when things seem bleak or uncertain, look up to God. He's in his heaven. And Bob's your uncle. Shalom from Sydney. <laughs>